incredibly entertaining episode here. Also, get ready. We are going to have a special episode with Justin Rowland from Rivals on either tomorrow or the next day or Friday or Saturday, either the 14th or the 15th. Really good episode, but this is a super heated debate that me, Zach, and Hunter all have. Words flare. I love you, Mom. Enjoy. Routes the tide. Roll tide no more this year, boys. Georgia, 21-point victory. I think the biggest shock for me is Missouri falling all the way to number 13 in the power rankings. They're a quality football team. Go ahead and give me Texas A&M at the top. They're the best team in the SEC. Coach, you know, I've been thinking you might start to jinx me if you keep calling me uh, that name. (laughs) Nonsense. Now get out there, ACL, and tear it up. Tear it up, Coach. Welcome to another episode of Underqualified Analyst. This is a dejected Cooper here with Hunter and Zach. Say what's up. Yeah, we're here, I guess. I'm dead on the inside. He's dead on the outside, too. He's worked 7,000 days straight. 17. I'm not good with numbers, just like him. Math was never a strong suit for on this podcast. Or English, really, if we're being transparent. I'm just one run-on sentence is what my parents say. This is not a happy time to be a Kentucky football fan, especially whenever we have such high expectations and we get let down just like I was let down in sixth grade when I asked out Caitlin Graves and she said no in front of all my friends. So I'm used to rejection, but this this is tough. This one's tough. This probably, this probably hurts worse. <clears throat> It's going to have a shorter effect on me, but, yeah, this one definitely hurts worse. Um, You've never recovered from the sixth-grade incident. We can tell. Yeah, no. No. I still can't look girls in the eye. She wasn't worth it, Coop. Thanks, man. Same thing happened happened to you. You asked out Caitlin Graves in front of all your friends in sixth grade, and you guys – No? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah, to, to tell you all a little bit about why we're so sad, if you've been living under a rock, as Zach would say, South Carolina put on their sunglasses and danced their little hearts out and beat us 24-14. And this was a game that I don't care if we had our fourth strings in. We should not have lost the game. And especially not in the fashion that we lost it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is the worst Stoops loss since he got here. And I don't mean as far as like, oh, we should have beaten South Carolina. I mean, just the way it happened. There was nothing other than, you know, Kaya Sharon, honestly, like there was nothing that was really that great. The defense didn't play that great. Offense played horrendous, but I really don't think it was the backup quarterback's fault. Um, I'm sure we'll get into that, but it's just, man, it's like just when I think, wow, we have such good offensive playmakers. Our defense is finally turning around. Uh, you know, it just takes takes it right out of my heart. Brutal game. Just a brutal game to watch. 
losing Will obviously hurts, but I, I'm with you on that. South Carolina is not a game you can lose, even if you are playing your backup quarterback. We've got weapons, and there was no energy. There was no energy. There was no life from the team. And I'll be honest with you. I kinda, I love Stoops, but I'm going to put this one on him. This is, I think this is directly on Stoops' shoulders. This looked like a team coached by Joker Phillips and Billy Gillespie out there. They just weren't ready to play. And like you said, it looked like they were given about 75% out there and they thought that was good enough when in fact it was not. The play calling to me was, I understand you have a backup quarterback in. I understand he's not familiar with the offense, but to just not give him a shot it felt like after the first play fumble, we went back to the Kentucky of old. Let's grind it out. Let's not take any chances. Let's not take any risks and try to make this happen. And I'm sorry, but we're just not that team anymore. Our offensive line has more holes than a colander. We can't block anybody. We can't block a good high school team right now. Our special teams is god-awful. I don't know what they're doing. Let's find somebody who can long snap a football. And you don't give your playmakers the ball in space. What do you expect? It just looked like a team. It looked like we coached it scared to death. We were coaching scared. We played scared. The guys didn't give like maybe 75% effort. It was just an ugly game, one I would love to forget. And I think, once again, it, I think it's on Stoops. I think that just a couple points to be made. C-Rod did his thing. He rushed for a buck 30. Like I said, he was going to. He had a fine game. Uh, Kai Sharon also had an average performance, I think. And average from your backup, I think, is good. Um, but – the really the special teams and the play calling is what mainly what brought us down and uh it just was deflating that's a good way to put it the worst loss under stoops as cooper has said yeah i, I mean i'm with i'm with zach i don't really know if it's necessarily stoops's fault but i definitely think i'm starting to get on you know the Kentucky of old where we would just blame the offensive coordinator I'm, I'm really starting to get on that that ship um, you know at a certain point you have to take what we are good at and just start doing that and it doesn't make any sense when you're down 10 points and you're still snapping the ball with two seconds left on the clock like throw a little flare out there or something like somehow start, start making the defense, you know, throw question marks up right now. We are not taking what we're good at and implementing that and every single snap, which is what I believe Liam Cohen did last year. Now I will say this in rich Gangrelos defense, he definitely has a much worse offensive line. I totally agree with that. 
But at a certain point, you have to put your foot down and say, okay, what should we do? We have playmakers. We don't have time to get it deep down the field and do squiggly doo dops. Let's stop taking so much daggone time and let's just start throwing slants. Let's start throwing screen passes if they're blitzing. Let's start, you know, and yeah, I get it. We had a few drops. That's fine. Okay. I can live with that. As a UK fan, I think we've grown quite accustomed to that. But at what point are we going to say, all right, this is the offense's fault entirely? Because, well, not entirely, I guess. The special teams absolutely did a joke of a job. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure the average starting point for South Carolina was in plus field, uh, plus territory. So, you know, we, we had 12 possessions and we got 14 points. That's barely over a point per possession, you know, and we, we, we've got to, We've got to start doing we've got way too many daggone weapons on offense for us to be putting up 14 points against South Carolina. I mean, help the guys out. That's all I'm saying. I get what you're saying, but in the same breath, I mean, we can we always put it on the OC. We always put it on the OC. We get new OCs, it's the same story. You get a new OC, it's the same story. I think at some point we have to look and say, you know, I think it's Stoops that's holding on to the reins. He loves the old school, grinded out time of possession football that is a thing of the past. And I, he, I don't think he gets away from it. I think that's the way he likes to play. And I think when we get in tough spots and in poor scenarios, that's what we go back to because that's his comfort zone. Once I can understand, but it's beginning to be a pattern. And I don't know that we'll ever get out of it because I don't know that Stoops will relinquish control to an OC that wants to throw the ball around. Just to go off. Nope. Nope, oh, he's froze. Yep. Hamster got tired. All right, try it again. <laughs> Hear me now. Yes. There we are. Just to go off on my own point here. Barry and Brown played horrible. He did not help his backup quarterback in the slightest bit. And I don't think anybody can argue with that. So I just have a question for you two. If Barry and Brown had hands, just say he has Dane Key's hands, would he be starting on Alabama right now? Yes. Yes. Not a no question. Somebody asked me that at my workplace today very highly intelligent question for the workplace uh i thought i was thinking about that so i I mean honestly like this year isn't a great example for bama if we're going to be transparent like i know i I mean even barry and brown right now with the hands that he has bama would still play him now yeah they're they're not they probably won't play him as much as we play him but I mean, the guy is so good, uh, you know. For for him being for for him being a freshman, I'm not I'm not gonna 
I'm not even going to roast him at all because I think he's exceeded any expectation that we could even slightly muster up. I agree. He just made – he did not make any plays for to help Kyrie Sharon on Saturday, and it definitely showed. Yeah, but also uh, it, it doesn't make sense that I'm, – I'm pretty sure until the very last drive that we scored on – that Chris Rodriguez did not get the ball, but like three or four times. Four times before the last drive, he touched the football in the second half. Yeah, he yep. had you, he had ninety he had ninety seven <laughs> yards. As, at a, at some point, you had like you you say that you know stoops stoops stoops. He we didn't have to go fast until the end. We didn't have to. There was there was no point. And I get that. I get the argument. But yeah, the the. Team wasn't ready, but if you take away your biggest leader, it's it's gonna be hard for you guys to get you know hyped up for the game. Maybe they were absolutely ready, and then Will got taken out, and then that just took the breath out of them. It is hard to get up, and if you're gonna do that, then you need to let your horse carry you. But we let him the first half, and then the second half, I don't know if Stoops' favorite saying he was banged up, if he was out of gas. I don't know, but you can't you can't put that in play and say, all right, we're gonna grind this out, we're gonna we're gonna do this, and then only give Chris Rodriguez the ball four times in the second half. Why are we not if we're gonna do that, let's feed the engine a little bit. You know, he's gonna get us there. We can't hand it off to smoke every time because he blow, he gets blown over in the backfield with the slightest breeze. That's where I'm frustrated. It's not the fact that we play one way or the other. If we're going to play that way, let's play that way with our best players. If we're going to play the other way, then let's play that way and throw the ball around. I don't feel like we have an identity as an offense. And that's what that's what irks me. You don't know, are we going to come out and throw it around? Are we going to come out and hand it to Smoke 47 times? Are we going to come out and hand it to Lavelle Wright 37 times? I want to see some sort of offensive identity established. That's a good point. I uh, I like that a lot. I didn't think about that, but my last discussion about Saturday, all I have to say is this game was sad. The team played pathetic. It was the worst loss that I think I've ever seen in my life, just because the expectations this year are obviously a little higher. And after the game, I resorted to a few uh, adult beverages and got in the hot tub and had a stack of beers all the way to the ceiling. So I'm ready to move past it and go on to this week. I'm not ready to move past it. I like to dwell on the past. Me too. I like to live in misery and just sit here and just stew on it a little bit. Yeah, a little little beef stew action. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, we ain't got to really go too ham on it, but um, I, we we might as well move on because uh, honestly, I it makes me sad even thinking about um. So, that's Kentucky football, though. It's it's the what could have been, what should have been, what never will be. 
I don't, I don't agree with that. I, at this point, man, I don't agree with that. I agree, I agree with you know maybe five years ago, but I feel like every time we've, we've, I mean, for the past five years, we've basically gotten exactly what we think we're going to get. Now, could we have won a game or two more? But when we look back on the season, how many games did we win? It, it's basically exactly what we expected. If you we're don't. always though, we're always right there on the cusp of that magical season that everybody always dreams about. And it seems like it's it's always within reach, but we never can get there. It's exactly. always just dangling there as a possibility. And you start off so strong. Happened last year. The the possibility was there. We drop a game and that turns into two games. And it's it's a pattern at this point. Exactly. Should we temper expectations? Maybe, maybe, maybe this is who we are. But I like to think that eventually, one day, we're going to catch the the hot dog that's dangling out there on the end of the stick, making us run. <laughs> you would pick a hot dog. <laughs> I I that- mean. I, I'm more of a donut guy personally myself. I got a donut, a sprinkled donut on the end there. I almost went with Twinkie. Yeah. But since the way we played Saturday was hot dog water, then let's let's just go with hot dog. There's only one thing that we never mind. Never mind. Oh no, say it. Might as well say it. <laughs> perfectly, Zach. You said it perfectly. We never, ever, ever win the big one. And that's all that matters, damn it, is winning the big one. This wasn't even a big one. (laughs) Exactly. We couldn't even get we couldn't even get close to the big one. (laughs) (laughs) So what we talked about two weeks ago. Cooper said two weeks ago when the underqualified uncle was in here on the podcast and said old Kentucky football compared to the Cincinnati Reds, Cooper said, This is different. This year's different. Well, guess what, Coop? You're 0 2 since then. 0 2. You know why I'm 0 2? Because y'all, y'all. It's old Kentucky football. That's why. No, it's not. This is not old Kentucky football. We're not, we're packing out Kroger Field, number one. Number, number two, number two, number two, we're winning over five games. We're going to bowl games. We're going to bowl games that are good. We went to Citrus Bowl last year. How is this even close to the same as old Kentucky football? This is the new old Kentucky football. This is that is the that I about said that I about dropped the bomb on y'all. That is an awful take. This is the new old Kentucky football. Shut up, Lord of God Almighty. This is new Kentucky football. We go to good bowl games, we win eight, nine, ten games. Shove it up your cake hole, bro. This is a new thing. We have higher expectations, correct. But we're going into South Carolina, you know, rarely ever in the past, what, seven years we've lost twice? That's not the old Kentucky football. Terrible take. We just can't. We We cannot get over the hump. We just can't. We are over the hump. We're over it. We are over the hump. We are we are the second or third in the SEC East. That's not even that's not even up for debate. Right now, we are the second or third in the SEC East. Inconsistency the past five years. 
I'm pretty sure right now it goes Georgia, Tennessee, South Carolina, and then Kentucky. But anyway. I said the last five years, so that was that was a good good try there. I'm just saying. Well, this oh, is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We want it all. We want it all. <laughs> and that that right there, in <laughs> essence, it means that it this is a new Kentucky football. Because if you are saying we want it all, before we were like, we we went to a fucking bowl game. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, Music City Bowl. Let's go. I love Nashville. You know what we're saying now? Fuck. Fuck Nashville. Fuck Nashville. We're saying that every single time. Oh. We, we even, we, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. What I'm right what? now, what? after the last two weeks, I'm praying to God that we can go six and six so we can go play at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas December 18th because that's all we're going to get. No, you want to go to pathetic. Vegas because you're a degenerate. That's why. It's no, it's, it has nothing else to do with, with one – one to get go six and six. You're DJ and you want to go to Vegas. I'd much rather go to the Natty, but guess what? We can't win the big one. Oh my we God. We can't do it, can we, Zach? We can't win the big one. It's this way. It was this way last year. It was this way the year before. I got embarrassed. The the season of our hopes and dreams is always there. It's within reach. And we just can't seem to get there. And I, I know Cooper's point. I know what he's saying. Fifteen years ago, if we would have been in this position right now, we would be thrilled to be four and two at this point in the year. Thrilled. But if you're going to change the culture and you're going to change the program, the expectations are going to change as well. It's the same reason that even though we were ranked number one in basketball last year, everybody's pissed the hell off because we got beat by St. Peter's in round one. doesn't matter we were ranked number one for two weeks in the middle of the season. If you can't get it done, your fan base is going to be pissed. And I'm pissed about the Ole Miss game that we should have won, but we shot ourselves in both feet, both kneecaps and the thigh. And then you come in and you lay an absolute egg against a mediocre South Carolina team. You let a South Carolina team that is trash come into your house and just gut stomp you without any effort or energy. And it's the same way last year. We turned a Mississippi State loss into two losses. And then we're going to do it again this year. I wouldn't be shocked to see Mississippi State beat us this weekend. Good point, Zach. Good point. I'll turn it over to Coop. Go ahead. <laughs> He's steaming out the ears. He Go is. Ahead. But he knows we're right. He knows. No, okay. You're you are saying it is the same old Kentucky football. It that is not. That is not. You literally case in point proved exactly what I said. Whenever you get better, you're gonna have higher expectations. We're better. That is literally what you're saying. We are better. You are inherently saying we are better. I am saying right now, yes, correct. We are falling below our expectation level. I agree with that point, but this is not the old Kentucky football. It's just not. We are ranked still in the top 25. When was the last time we had two losses through six games in the top 25? Can you name that time? You're right, okay, about the fact that we are 
better now. Zach and I aren't debating that. What we are saying is every time that we get the chance to go whoop over the hump and just do it and do it because the expectations are there, what happens? We resort back to the old Kentucky football for one week, one quarter, one half, one whole game. It just happens, and then we lose. We, we don't just lose by a little. We, we get our asses whooped. I think that's the best way to put it. We're not saying we're the old Kentucky football all season. I'm saying, like, at some point, that, that mountaintop is there. We have got to get there eventually. And for one game of the season or two games of the season, it's like we just forget how to play the game of football. And we lose to a team that's, that we're better than. We're better than Ole Miss. We're way better than South Carolina. Even with a backup quarterback, we're better than South Carolina. We were still the favorite, even after they knew Levis was out. By touchdown. By touchdown. That's what I'm saying. At some point, we've got to take that next step. We have to. We have to stop losing games that we're supposed to win. If we want to compete, if we want to be uh, talked about in the East, because right now we're not at Georgia's level. And we're not at Tennessee's level right now. But I don't think that that step is that far for us. At this rate, we're going to lose a little Okay, uh, we're moving on. We're moving on. Nope, nope, not even going to go there. Not even going to go there. We're not going there. We're just not. All right. We are not going to, we are not, we are not going to become Kentucky basketball fans. We're not doing that. Okay. We're going to be optimistic. I'm done talking about that. I'm, I'm about to blow my gasket again. So we're, we're just, we're just going to go over last week's games. I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep talking. Uh, Tennessee versus Ole Miss. Tennessee got the big dub. Uh, TCU oh, versus LSU. Not Ole Miss. We played Ole Miss. All right. We didn't Week play. Last. We didn't play. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. Tennessee versus Tennessee versus LSU. Tennessee got the big dub. TCU versus Kansas. College game day. TCU easy win. Utah versus UCLA. Utah got or got absolutely smacked. Uh, Texas versus Oklahoma. I was wronger than wronger than wrong. Uh, Texas absolutely destroyed Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, this is back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, North Carolina versus Miami. Uh, Mac Jones took care of business, like I said he would. Bama versus A and M. Bama took care of business, and then uh, Kentucky got thraxed. So, those were all the games that we uh, we predicted last week. Uh, I believe I went uh, – Hunter went five and two. I went four and three. And Zach went a astounding two and five. So, we – Follow me for more guaranteed picks. Yeah, and none of our dogs hit also. So, I had Arkansas wasn't even close. Hunter, um, who'd you have? He had Kansas. Kansas. Close. Yeah. They covered. Yeah. 
Well, I think it. I think it was a push. It was minus seven. Yeah. So, yeah. They, yeah. You know whose dog did cover? Yours, because it was seventy-five points. <laughs> it was like twenty-six and a half or something. Now, now I, you, I agree with you. You guys, I mean, Texas A&M should have pulled that one off. They should have the worst final play call in the history of college football. I don't know why they pay that man as much as they do to be a consistent letdown to their university, but and a letdown to me and my dog of the week because I was going to rub that in hard. Don't think that I wasn't. Oh, I I would have if I were you. Me too. You get you get a twenty. You get a four touchdown dog. I mean that's. I, mean, I was I was watching that game this weekend just just on that last play just don't I didn't care about I didn't you know were, you were sweating too I didn't know who was playing Alabama Texas A and M I didn't care I just knew if they score Zach wins so defense come on <laughs> but yeah that that was a good game um, no yeah. I had no clue Brass Young was going to be out none the luck the luck of the draw for me. But they had to play their second string. Yeah, is uh, luck of the draw for South Carolina too. All right, that was the last thing I'll say about that. Um, so we're we're gonna go into this week's games. Um, so first game we got is Penn State versus Michigan. It is at Michigan, and it is a seven point favorite towards Michigan. I think Michigan is too much sauce for the Nittany Lions. Michigan wins and covers easy peasy. Michigan takes care of business. At home, game over. I like how you said too much sauce for the Nittany Lions coop. That's a good one. I agree, Michigan. All right, next one, Oklahoma State versus TCU. It is at TCU. TCU is a four-point favorite. Zach, who you got? Give me, give me TCU again. Uh, they burned me once, not picking them. I think I'll stay with them. They've uh, they've done me pretty well the past couple of picks. Oklahoma State, easy. Take the points, shove them up your ass. They don't need them. <laughs> I'm going TCU, easy, 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 easy cover. Um, easy win. Horn Frogs. You ever seen a Horn Frog? No, you haven't. You know why? Stealthy. That's why. <laughs> they're gonna run out of bullets before the time half even hits uh syracuse versus nc state it is at nc state syracuse is a three and a half point favorite hunter he got syracuse is favored yeah take the points sorry <laughs> <laughs> they don't need them nc state money line they don't need them I'm going to agree with Hunter on that one. I'm going to take NC State. I don't think I would ever pick Syracuse in football. And they're favorite. That's wild. <laughs> Buddy, I'm telling you, you, you already know what I'm about to say. This is exactly like the Purdue <laughs> at home. Okay. There is something going on that's strange with this pick. <laughs> there's something. There's something strange. It's in the air. I smell a little, <laughs> little thirty-point victory for the oranges. Squeeze them. I want some orange juice. <laughs> Sip on it. Syracuse. Two touchdown. Look, 
look. You just like that color orange. That color orange is okay with me. <laughs> if if 80% of America's money or more is on NC State, then Syracuse is going to win. Because I just got a feeling that a lot of people will be liking NC State at that value. But I'm not changing my pick. I just wanted everybody to know that. Just sports are rigged. Just like, just like Kobe's last game that Cooper told me six years ago. And I told him he was an idiot. And now I retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, we, we've we've I think we've talked about that story on here before, but uh, before Kobe's last game, I looked. Okay, never mind, never mind. All right, all right, all right, all right we'll move on. That's all. Okay, that's all. All right. So next game is USC versus Utah. It is at Utah. Utah is a three and a half point favorite. As Hunter would say, you can take those points and you can shove them up your ass. USC. Why are we so in love with Utah? They're a consistent disappointment, and they're they're literally favored every week. It doesn't matter. They could play the Kansas City Chiefs tomorrow, and they'd give them six points favorite. And give me USC. That's not even going to be a game. They're going to run them off the field. What time is this game, Coop? It's late. <laughs> Real late. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> been on the USC hype all year and they've been playing good and I hate Utah. I mean they are not <laughs> good at that point. I never pick Utah. But I feel like I picked too many all wins. Vegas doesn't get it wrong. Give me Utah at home to get a win. All right. I like it. I like it. Um Probably the game that I'm looking forward to the most because I am I've got my fingers crossed that old BY Bryce Young is gonna come and sling that rock and he's gonna send Hen and Hooker back to the corner. Bama versus Tennessee. Zach, who you got? What's the spread on that game? Oh yeah. It's uh, at Tennessee and it is minus seven Bama. Can a touchdown difference equate a dog of the week? Oh, absolutely. Because I'm going to take Tennessee as my dog of the week. Uh, okay. I don't think – Alabama has not impressed me this year. They're not as dominant as they have been. They've got some weaknesses. Tennessee's offense, man, is nuts. I mean nuts. And it's at Neyland. Give me, give me the dog of the week is Tennessee. Wasn't the one I was intending to pick, but I'm going to take that one. What are you smiling about, Coop? I'm waiting for you to go. Hey, <laughs> Tennessee, and so does Zach. But I, I don't – I mean, Zach even said that he would pick – I don't know what Zach's exact words were, but they were something like, I mean, I wouldn't pick Tennessee if I was on fire. I don't know. You know, something like that, basically. But he just did. And you are all on the hype train. Tennessee, woo, everybody's on the hype train. Knoxville's going to be rocking. Doesn't matter, as we learned last year in the SEC championship game when Cooper said, go dog. They're going to win by 75 points. Nick Saban, Nick Saban, Bryce Young, 
Alabama roll tide. Woo, as Coop would say. Easy win for Alabama. Tennessee's due a disappointment to their fans, and it's coming this week. Go ahead and say you agree with me this time, Coop, because you learned. You learned. <laughs> love Tennessee. You love them. You've been on them all year. All year. But you know. You learned. Don't bet against the GOAT. Don't bet against Tom Brady. Don't bet against Alabama. You learned. Go ahead and say it. You agree with me. So here's what I'll say. <clears throat> I have been – in the first class of the Tennessee train, Josh Heupel, toot toot, all year. But you know what's at the back of the train? <laughs> An elephant, son, getting its tide on. Roll damn tide, son. Saban is going to come in and open up three cans of whoop. <laughs> oh, uh, Bama, Bama ain't look very good. They're going to. Will Anderson, he's going to be insulted that Hendon Hooker even got on the field. They are going to sack him at least five times. Five sacks minimum. It's going. There's to nobody on this planet that will be happier if my dog of the week loses than me. I know. I will be happier. <laughs> I will be happier. Coach, you learned it. You learned. Oh, no. I'm going to pick against him again. Because every time I pick a dog of the week, they lose. Maybe. The if... statistical fact that in the year of 22, every time I pick a dog of the week, they have lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, my statistically proven. My two dog dogs of the week have been pigs of the week, and they have gotten their They've been turned into bacon both times. So, uh, the, I will not be picking the Razorbacks the rest of the year, I don't believe. Um, so, last but not least, Mississippi State at Kentucky. Mississippi State, four-point favorite. I'll start. Kentucky football team has laid an egg the last two weeks. Their joke right now, Mississippi State, easy. Not even close. That's all I got to say. Go ahead, Coop. Nope, I'm not going next. We got it. We got it. Last. Let him go last one time. Let him go last so he can tell us that Kentucky football is back. We're going to come out. We're going to win by 100. But I'm not a happy camper with the UK football team. I'm not. I'm no longer in La La Land of – fandom i can sit back and look at this team for what they really are i can see their weaknesses i can see glaring inefficiencies i think mississippi state easy all right Coop, tell us how they're going to win by a million let me tell you i've been screaming for it screaming for it all year Keontae Goodwin will start this week and will transcend our offensive line we're gonna have an identity and the identity is whooping some ass <laughs> Kentucky football 
34. You heard me. 34. Mississippi State, 17. Zach Arnett can shove that up his booty hole, which is their defensive coordinator, if you didn't know that. That is not my dog of the week, by the way. Rodgers may have 34 completions against us. Um, he's due for a disappointment, actually, because last year he absolutely threw it straight down our goalie and didn't have an incompletion until about his 18th pass. I think this is the perfect offense for us to exploit. That's just me. Case in point, mic drop. I think this might this offense might be our weakest link. I don't know about exploiting anything. We have no pass rush, period. I could quarterback against UK football. I, there's no danger of getting hit ever. <laughs> We're really missing Josh Pascal right now. And obviously Josh Allen and literally anyone that could rush off the edge. So. I told y'all I'm going down <laughs> with the ship. All right. I am going down. Hard. You're playing the violin, sir, at the very point of the ship because most of it's underwater at this point. Yeah, but it sounds nice and <laughs> under the water. It's got a nice little acoustic going on. So I just hope the water's warm for you when you go in. So it's oh, at least you're not cold. I'm I'm pissing my <laughs> pants right now. It's warm. Trust me. I mean, you're it's you're right, Zach. I mean, we ain't got nobody coming off the edge. The only guy we have that is even a threat is big Dion Walker, and he's getting triple teamed because it just takes half a guy to block the rest of us. Dion Walker, (laughs) he's been, I mean, he's been impressive impressive to me all year, but Dion Walker couldn't chase down Peyton and Eli Manning tied together in a sack race. It's just a fact. I don't care what these haters say. I don't care, not one bit. I am going down with the ship, boys. You can wear your blue-colored glasses. It's okay. You can be a homer. When when, Somebody has to be here. when, When we win, I'll just go ahead and call both of you. And tell you how, of how much of a Neanderthal that the word that I've said so often because everybody that writes these scripts for me to say after I say some dumb stuff, they always make me say Neanderthal. I, why I don't know, but I always read it off. You guys are going to be the Neanderthals next week because Kentucky football is now on the rise. Listen to what I'm about to say. Georgia, they're going to lose twice. Tennessee, they're going to lose this weekend, and then they're going to lose to us. Kentucky, SEC East champions, we're going to the SEC championship, boys. <laughs> we're go- I'm going down with the ship so hard. Again. And we, and, and we would win the tiebreaker, so. Listen, Coach, listen, okay. To, to me, Zach's over there scratching his head, looking down at the ground. He's shaking his head. But Coop, it could happen. You got a point. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. It, that that just case in point. It's not going to happen now because anytime Hunter's been like, you know, that's not really not that bad idea. It has been awful. Speaking of awful, 
I'm going to give y'all my dog of the week. Ho, 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 ho. Oof, oof. It is, it is really dwindling. I'm doing better than Hunter because I'm not owing about eight. But I am owing two, and I'm owing two bad. So I need, I need, I need a big comeback. So I went through the depth chart. I mean, I, I dug deep for this one. Middle Tennessee State University versus WKU. MTSU is a eight-point dog. They're plus two thirty money line. Take it. Hear that? Hear the you hear, hear the dogs barking back there? That's a good pick, Coop. <clears throat> well, that's an L. Thanks, Hunter. For one time, can you not just say that's a terrible pick? Because I real deal, buddy. <laughs> all right, guys, you might want to fade it now. We're all gonna be oh and lifetime after this week. Listen, listen to me. Okay, it's it's raining pretty hard outside. That's probably what's going to be happening on my parade after this weekend. But I am deep in the cellar right now with my dogs of the week. I am down bad. And as a fellow gambler, Cooper knows when you're down bad, what do you do, Coop? Tell the folks. What do you do when you're down bad? You double down. <laughs> you double down, son. So we're going with two dogs of the week this week. A dog. Of the week parlay. <laughs> don't take don't take them each individual. No, that's not good enough. Take them both together in a parlay. Okay. Two dogs of the week this week. Don't listen to what I said earlier. <laughs> listen to what I'm saying now. Kansas Jayhawks are a touchdown dog against the Oklahoma Sooners. Give me Kansas money line. And that second team I'm putting with them, as Cooper would say, give me Kentucky Wildcats as your dogs of the week. Kansas and Kentucky parlay. It's over. There's no way we win this weekend now. And if you're listening to this, go take all your money and put on Oklahoma. Kansas and Kentucky. No. Oh, 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 oh. Ride them, son. Ride them, cowboy, all the way to the Allen Fieldhouse. Come on. Come on. Come on, Jayhawks. <clears throat> all right. Uh, <laughs> Didn't Kansas just lose their quarterback for the year? No, that's not confirmed yet. But it is looking likely. <laughs> I mean, he, he's, he's throwing it about like he was after he got hit. Oh, my God. I need to go to bed. This is ridiculous. Y'all are ridiculous. No, that's pretty much it. Well, this I, is – I got one to talk cover briefly. Very, very briefly, just at the end of the show here. What do y'all think about old Devontae Adams? 
I mean, every now and then you just got to punch a media member, I guess. It was a casual shove. It, it was, was a casual shove. It was. It was a playful shove, some might even say. Especially the a- hospital records. I mean, just goes to show, a millionaire shoves you a little bit, you're in good shape. But who was it that was DeAndre Square that shoved the old boy at, at last year? Or was it Jordan Wright? Or who was it on the sidelines? Yeah, but that was – he was like – yeah 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 it was it was the sound it was a sound guy and DeAndre square literally went out of his way and just shoved the guy and i i distinctly remember that because i was like that is the most disgusting thing and you know prior to that i ain't gonna lie i had asked deandre square to come on a podcast now did he respond or even look at it nope he didn't but i i didn't want him on the podcast after that and and whenever, whenever Tennessee came in town and threw on him about 15 times, I was like, you know what? He deserves that. Go down in the draft stock about two, three rounds. That's what you get for shoving old poor sound guy. I mean, he went out of his way just to – There had to be some history there. They had beef. They had to. The point is, he absolutely yeeted that guy. And he was like, I'm fine. We're all good. No problem. But this little sound, this little Devontae Adams, this little whoop. And he said, ah, my neck broken. Just to show. I mean, you got to play your cards right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, one example of that also is my roommate. He got in a wreck that it was not serious at all. Like, it barely touched his car. And he literally got contacted by a lawyer that was like hey say you have back problems i've got a doctor i don't know we talk about this on the (laughs) well he he ended up not doing it is what i'm saying but i'm just saying if you wreck into the right person (laughs) just saying you know take advantage i I just thought it was definitely showed bad character on Devontae adams's part after a frustrating loss that that was all i had to say well, I'd be upset too if I was one and four and played all the Raiders this year. They're not looking good at all, and they're my Super Bowl Didn't pick. Somebody picked him as the Super Bowl pick. Or... It was me. And uh, I'm sure that somebody else on this podcast said that Derek Carr could can possibly compete for MVP. But yeah, yeah, that was me and Hunter. Yeah, yeah, and I do, I, I do want to make this very clear. My pick was locked. It was going to be great. And then Hunter said, I like that pick. So if Hunter says, I like that pick to me, it's bad. It's going to be real bad. So go the other direction hard. Anytime Whatever Hunter we says pick, just go, just go the opposite way. There I is, wouldn't say that. I would just say on our dogs. There is only one immunity to that, and that is Alabama. Roll Tide. So far this year, yes. All right. Bye, I think bye. I think that pretty much does it. Zach, you got anything you want to say? No, I'm good. Go cats. Meow. You meow. all have a wonderful rest of your week and thank you for coming by and listening. Meow. Until next time.